Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Karen, Sean, it's quickie time. Are you guys ready? Yes. I always love a quickie. It's well, a quickie. today's topic, I'm going I'm to quickly get out of Sean singing it and let the people know today's topic. We're talking about unmarried couples business. See, I'm a married man, been married a long time, so I'm not really understanding what we're talking about here today. So, Sean, Karen, can someone we're shed some about... light? Excuse what me, let me, clear my, let me clear my throat. <laughs> we're talking about... We're talking about... Is that how you get your dates? (laughs) (laughs) We are talking about the business of unmarried couples. Like when you're on, just because when you're in a relationship, just because you're not married, it's still like some kind of an agreement. It's a a time consuming agreement and there's still a business behind it. And I think people need to be aware of Matt. Like what is the business of being unmarried and in a relationship? A hundred percent. Being in the relationship itself is a financial choice of sorts. And especially if you're living together, if you're living together, you're sharing lives, you're sharing rent or bills or whatever. Buying real estate together. You do have. Even if you buy a couch together, you You are in a credit card together. Exactly. You're, You're together. I know a lot about it. You know, I, I, I can speak on this. You know nothing about it, about it, Matt. You, you know, for this show, Matt, just read some facts that you found online. Give a little comment every now and then. But let Karen and I run with this. We have experience in this, okay? We right, are Karen? nice and alone. Yes, we yeah. will take it from here. So just, just stand on the sideline. Be happy in your beautiful marriage. Kiss your wife and wish us well, Karen. Let's, let's Karen, we're a disgruntled single people Let's let's talk about this show and let Matt be the bystander, okay? All right. You know what? I for once agree with you. Let us alone. Take Matt, over. Shut the front door, bro. <laughs> shut it. Well, Matt, do you have any stats? You know what, Matt? You can be the stat guy. Give us some stats on this topic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, sure. I, I will throw in some stats. Then this this show, like Sean just said, is about unmarried couples who are in business together. And the number of unmarried couples who live together increased by 88% between 1990 and 2007. And the number only continues to grow with 12% of couples who live together today being unmarried. And the majority of couples who are getting married having chosen to live together first. Did, I, did that sound right? Did I read that yeah. correctly? Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. And, you know, I would I would add to that that you don't have to be in a traditional business partnership together. If you live together and you're splitting rent or bills, that is you're in a, a, a partnership. business arrangement. Once again, Matt, like I said, you don't understand this. It's not in your lane. Just keep reading the stats, bro. Okay? It's not applicable to you. This is not part of your world. It's part of Karen yep. and I's world. It's you have 
You have a beautiful, beautiful life. All right. So anyway, why do we care? You know what's crazy about it? Like in these, in these times is that couples are fighting all these great things. Oh, we love movies. You love movies. We love the bike ride. I like the bike ride. Oh, you love purple. I love purple too. But they never ask a question. What's up with your finances? You know, like, and if we don't have anything in common, it's okay. You suck. I'm good. Like, I don't understand like how we would have so many things in common, but the, our finances aligned is not part of the equation. And, but the number one reason why couples break up, Matt, is because of their finances. 100%. And also unmarried couples who live together tend to not plan for their financial future the way that married people do because marriage is like a mandate to get it together. And it feels like being unmarried but living together is everything so optional, right? That you can just kind of figure it out. But if you're not dating for marriage, what are you doing? If you're living together at a certain point? Oh, let's not go down the road on marriage counselor because people are going to could be happily unmarried. Okay, happily unmarried. Let's say dating for a partnership. If you're living together. Talk about the business. Please stay focused. If you're living together, then that is business. You are in each other's business. You are sharing bills. There's money issues. And so if you're going to scrape the top of the money mountain, why not just get all the way into it and talk about what are we doing? I agree. Real quick, though. This quickie that we're, we're giving a message to our listeners is what? What is the message? What are we telling people? We're telling people that living together, couples who live together but are unmarried have certain financial considerations, even though they're not married. And that traditionally, I think people have thought of marriage as being the thing that introduces the finance conversation to people. But that glues you. Right. But living together is a business consideration as well. And you have certain certain things to think about that you might not have thought about just living together and not even being married, maybe not even planning to be married. Right. If you're in a relationship and it's heading into a long term relationship, you're really creating a partnership and you have to understand that. And like I've known people, including myself, that's been in long term relationships and realize that when you break up, there's 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 no end game. Right. And, And one person can get screwed. And you really have to understand that that there's there's consequences and you have to treat it like a business, just like how you would treat anything else. You it's know, true. yes, we this show is not about this is not a love show. This is a finance show. So mm-hmm. sorry, it's sounding to be harsh, but it's true. If you die without a will, you know, American law leaves you everything for next of kin, kin, right? But you don't decide who's next of kin. The law decides it, and you may see grandma or cousin matt come in there and take everything that you thought was yours you're right common law is inapplicable everywhere in america it's only it's a state-by-state thing right and honestly it's not just for if you break up or if somebody dies like within the actual relationship too you know i think it's important to hammer out financial responsibilities and expectations the same way that you would decide who does the dishes and who does the laundry, you know, and there's, you can, you can lead to lopsidedness and power imbalances within the relationship if you don't discuss money first, because then what happens, right? Whoever makes more money gets to call more shots. And so maybe if you want to clear the elephant out of the room, it's something to talk about right away. Matt, I know we'll bring you back in, Matt. I mean, you may not have much to add right now, but do you you want to say anything on this, Matt? (laughs) And your 30, 50 years of beautiful marriage, like, is this shocking to you? Uh, No, not at all. I'm a human being. I'm aware. But I I do think it's important for people to view their, whether you're married or not, especially for the people who are living together unmarried, they do need to view it 
view that re- that relationship as a partnership. So I totally understand the importance because people are blind and I think they just kind of go down that road, at, especially younger folks, before they realize, you know, the, the necessity of it. Right. It's well, it's, 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 it's unglamorous, isn't it, to talk about like granular financial details. It's like feels unromantic and unspontaneous, but, you know, breaking up is unromantic. <laughs> Getting into accidents is unromantic. Like sometimes a little bit of unromance, a little bit of a maybe slight bummer in advance saves a big bummer later on. And to me, and the ones that avoid it and play it off, that's what you should be wary of. The ones that are like, okay, you want to have this conversation, let, let's talk about it, let's see where we are. Then then I think those are the, ones, those are the people that you should take seriously. And even like I've now it's trending. Couples now are even unmarried couples are buying real estate together mm-hmm. and not and not having like a will, not having joint a survivorship. Like if you bought a real estate property with your significant other and you just said, well, you know what? Since we're not married, we don't have to buy it jointly. Let's just put it under my name because I have better credit. But we know you're a partner in this and we split the mortgage every month. That doesn't guarantee that this real estate belongs to you. Right. You have so- to put you have to have an independent lawyer. You have to put contractual agreements together. Because like saying the like Karen said, the breakup is ugly. Okay. So besides the obvious of buying real estate <laughs> together, what are we actually talking about? Like why why do I even need to worry if We're I We're talking about time, Karen. I always say it like all the time. Time is your prized possession. And you must guard it safely and ensure that if unforeseeable things happen during your relationship, you're protected. You know, this is really about managing your time and understanding like the, your, the risk factor in relationships on the, from the business side. Right. So we're talking about stuff like accounts, right? Like accounts and assets in general. So if you want to have separate accounts or have your accounts together, then you need to consider whose name is on the accounts, whose names are on loans or on credit cards. Because at the end of the day, if both names are on an account, then both of you have a legal right to the assets in the account. And that can be either good or bad, depending on what goes on between you two. And I've seen so many people where they're in a relationship, they like put stuff on their credit card in the relationship for the couple, for the couple, and then they break up and they're left with that debt. You got to be mindful of that as well. You know, it may be like saying, like Karen said, the breakup is a hard part. There's also tax implications, whether you're married or single. So I know people traditionally have, have looked at marriage as benefited or there's a tax bonus for the married couple, but if you're part of an unmarried couple, you will continue to file yourself your taxes separately. So be sure to take advantage of the larger deductions and opportunities to minimize your tax burden. If you live with your partner but remain unmarried, you may also be able to claim claim the head of household filing status if you support a dependent. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I support no one but myself, so my selfish ass <laughs> is just going to deduct as normal. But what else? What else are we talking about? That seems well, pretty clear. Health and related issues are financial issues as well. Like uh, other money issues are for unmarried couples are actually health related, but have major financial implications for both parties. And in order to prepare, be prepared for the possibility of one partner dying or becoming disabled, couples who live together should consider consulting an attorney and preparing the following documents, power of attorney, Karen, or a healthcare proxy, durable power of attorney for healthcare, Karen. It allows a non-relative to make medical decisions for you if you become incapacitated. Makes perfect sense to me. And also, if you have retirement accounts, those can be nice, fat, juicy accounts, then you need to designate a beneficiary. Even if you're not really thinking about that, if there's money in the account, then you know the property in those accounts pass directly to 
beneficiaries without going through probate. So if you haven't updated your beneficiary since you signed up for your 401k or whatever, then you are going to want to be sure that you have specified who gets that money. And that's easy peasy. That's You can just go to your bank, your financial institution, ask for an um, update and just add in a name and sign your signature and you're good to go. You don't even have to go through pro- probate court for that. That's uh, easy. Well, also most couples married and unmarried hold real estate as joint tenants with the right of survivorship, which means that if one party dies, the other inherits the rest of the home without going through probate. I mean, that sounds kind of grim, but honestly, it's, I feel like we want to check that off the list before someone kicks it. <laughs> so that I think after something happens, that is the wrong time to go through all this, you know, like hospitals don't let you visit unless you're a relative, you want to kind of get it squared away. Okay, so now that we know what's up, why it's important, and what kind of stuff you need to think about, how do you even how do you even bring this up to people? I love to get naked, Karen. You know I, what I mean? And I think this is I, what I'm aware. Oh, whoa, whoa, bro. <laughs> we we don't need that. We don't need that. Financially visual. naked, Matt. What did you think I was talking about? I don't about? know. I, I, that this, is scary yeah. if you were just picture me naked, bro. That is so scary. I've known you for a long time. I don't even want to think you had that thought, Matt. But Karen got it, but you didn't get it, and that's kind of scary what kind of friend you are, right? But I'm talking about getting financial. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Why oh. well, has such a strong reaction to Sean's nudity? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's like an allergy. Asking the, asking the questions. <laughs> you know, ask the question, how much do you make? You know, people are scared to ask that question. How much debt do you have? That's getting yeah. naked. Remember that, you know, being in a relationship is a business partnership. Marriage is a business contract. Having children is a is a business decision. You need to really ask these questions. Maybe not on date one. I've actually had people ask me similar questions like that on date one, to be quite frank. But yeah. there has to be How did you feel about that, though? Don't, don't you think it's a little intense? Like, minute one, right out the gate? Karen, as you know, I don't get naked on the first date. Okay, Karen? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like, date four or five, you know, maybe. But not date one. I'm not getting naked the first date. You know, I got to keep my Calvin Klein's on. Don't ask those questions. But you have to get to those questions. You're right. Well, also, I think... Me as the married person, I know I was supposed to shut up and listen, but I'm going to chime in <laughs> and suggest that people should consider not living together. Living together, living together results in poor marital outcomes. Family and medical research have shown that nearly half of the cohabitating couples break up within five years of cohabitation. So, I mean, you know, I statistically, can speak to that, right? I can speak to that too, Matt. Good point. Wow, wow, Right. Living together is a real pain in the ass, guys. But also, here's the thing. You can actually put this in writing and not just on the back of a napkin like I do with my roommate agreements. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's something called a cohabitation agreement for unmarried couples. You can Google it and look it up. And it's on those, you know, legal Zoom websites. It's like- Why a- am I not surprised a Jewish girl has this official undermining contract? Come that on, was Karen. so racial. <laughs> we will let that one slide. Why are you coming with this friend? <laughs> but you know what? I'm actually for both of these things. I believe in pre prenups as well. I just think that, you know, the relationship should be about the relationship and about the love that you guys have and You're not right. about the money or the assets or whatever. And that getting all that stuff just it's like when you move in with someone, you have a roommate, right? You might really like the person, but it's not about that. If you sign something, now you can just get that off your mind. It's not about, you know, it, it so means you're gonna come up with this 
collaborative agreement for unmarried couples when you move in. It's supposed to be like, we're going to Ikea, we're going to these vinyls. You're going to come up with this contract, right, for them to sign. Look, look, look. It's I like think a, a marriage license that's not a marriage license. It's Correct. like, we're not married, married, not married. Like, well, here's, What are you going to put in this contract? Just give look, me one look, line look, of this contract. Look, I just on. want one line of Karen's contract. Hold on, hold on. Here's how you, here's how, you, okay, I shall not uh, pick up the trash and then leave it inside the house. I will take it outside the second I gather it up. That is... I, you know, not, not to give or, you or a window into my relationships. <laughs> or, but, or, or what, Karen? Or there's a financial penalty. This is a financial match. sleeping on the couch, Matt. Get it together. I like it. Listen, I just want to hear, to me, I want to, I needed to hear that full, what, what are the consequences? <laughs> I think that's interesting. Get interest, Matt. I mean, listen, there is a right and a wrong way to bring this up to people. The right way is I'm looking out for us. I don't ever want negativity between us. I don't ever want us to fight over oh, money. You're such a great want... mind effort. You I don't, I, such... I, 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 listen, just take it from an expert. I, want us to just have no worries about any of this. And you know what? No matter what happens, I'm on your side. I don't want anything bad to happen between us. And here's a contract saying I will never screw you over. This is like the parent who's going to spank the kid and says, this is going to hurt me more than your kids. <laughs> like, you messed up. I told you to take out the trash. So I'm going to take this $50 or $500. And it's really, you know, it's because I love you. It's because I and love you. Listen, I would be is- careful when you're writing this contract agreement because you're going to sound like the crazy couple. You're going to sound like the crazy boyfriend or girlfriend. You, you if do you don't not word have it to properly. write it. You do Has not this worked? Have you done this, Karen? Has it's this worked? online. I will tell you something. I discovered it today. And when I looked it up, I, you know what I typed in? Because I knew we were recording this quickie and I was like, surely, surely there's something that you can sign even if you're not married, right? It's like a thing now. Everybody lives together and you don't have to be. Some people never get married. And this thing came up and it's a bona fide legal document. You don't have to write it. You can Google it and download it or go to a lawyer or whatever. And you just fill it out and sign it. And that's it. And then it ta- it's legally enforceable in court, guys. So it just takes the pressure. See where oh, her mind is, people. See where her mind is. Guys, anybody want to date? Anybody want to date the beautiful blonde now? You listen, guys want you, sir, you want the beautiful smart blonde? Listen, you listen. You, you have a choice. You can either listen to a blonde you now, or you can listen to a short, fat, bald <laughs> <new> lawyer. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Who came up with the racial line now? Huh? <laughs> I'm allowed to because I'm a Jew. <laughs> well, let's get out of this, Matt. In conclusion, it's more important to be aligned in the future and have these uncomfortable conversations early. I agree with you, Karen. And if it needs to come into sign, because some people are anal like that. I can see some people that would rather just have a contract out there so everybody's in agreement. So I, I agree with you. I would I be agree. relieved if somebody was like, hey, look, I love you. I care about you. I want this relationship to be about a relationship. This is just to make sure that, you know, no one's worried about anybody screwing each other over ever. I love you no matter what. Let's just sign this and, you know, put it away. I would be I would marry that guy immediately. I'd be like, oh, you and, just thought of everything, didn't you? And, and, and I'll tell you this for people that don't know. And Taryn, Karen and I talk about it all the time. You know, I think as a couple, sometimes you may it may sound kind of eerie to say this, but the best problem to have is a money problem because you know how to solve it, right? I love when you say that. So I think if you can bring this out in the forefront from the beginning, you can find, you can align yourself. I think it'll just give you that much better chance of success. Totally. And you know what? Even if you guys are not perfectly matched financially now, if there's some financial imbalances or whatever, that's okay. I think it's more important to be on the same page of what your values are and where you're going together. And more important that you take that trash out, like it says in item five, line six of Karen's contract. (laughs) I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Well, that brings this edition of our quickie about 
Unmarried Couples in Business, being a business partnership that brings it to a close. So I hope you paid attention. And uh, that's it. I'm Matt Smith, one third of this new math of two black guys with good credit. And I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis. I'm another third. Before Sean says I'm the better half, I am one third. I'm a decent third with decent credit of two black guys with good credit and a black and my credit's good. I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit, as I say every week. Keep your money in your damn pocket. But if you want to send us a note, please email us at tbgwgc at gmail.com. That's two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>